48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The chief executive rejects suggestions children are being deliberately separated from their parents during quarantine. The head of the Medical Association calls official guidelines on who should get the coronavirus vaccine vague and insincere. And Alibaba is in the spotlight amid reports it's under pressure to sell media assets, including the South China Morning Post. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, denies government that the government deliberately separates children from their parents when quarantining people for COVID-19. She was responding to media reports that said children of confirmed cases were being sent to quarantine centres on their own. Where the close contacts are young children of the parents and the parents are confirmed. So instead of sending the very young kids on their own to a quarantine centre or ask other relatives and friends to go into the quarantine centre with these kids, we will exceptionally allow the admission of the children into the hospital as well. And of course, within the hospital, there will be appropriate arrangements for the parents and the kids. We have no policy to uh, deliberately separate children from their parents. Mrs Lamb also dismissed a suggestion that planned electoral changes will reduce representation and participation for Hong Kong people. Critics of Beijing's changes say expanding the, select, the election committee to 1,500 people and increasing the number of LegCo seats from 70 to 90 will dilute direct representation. In addition, 117 district council seats will be scrapped from the election committee, which will now also nominate legislators. Mrs Lamb spoke at her weekly briefing. What we are aiming at in adjusting the election committee is to ensure that it is more broadly representative of the interest in Hong Kong, is to reflect the actual situation in Hong Kong, and to ensure that in future more people will be representing the holistic interest rather than the sectoral interest in Hong Kong. Social workers have accused Beijing of trying to reduce their influence on the election committee and after Mrs Lam suggested they could join another sector. A vice chairman of the Social Workers General Union, Chang Chi Wai, told an RTHK programme they feared the move would mean reducing the number of seats they held, but they weren't eager to reflect their views to Beijing, saying it had preconceived ideas. Social workers occupy around 60 seats on the election committee. The Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg News and others are reporting that Beijing wants e-commerce titan Alibaba to sell some media assets, including the South China Morning Post. They cite sources close to the matter as saying the move is because of concern over the company's influence over public opinion. Violet Wong reports. Jack Ma, Alibaba's co-founder, built up a sprawling portfolio of media assets over the years. These span the Twitter-like Weibo to online video platform Bilibili, advertising and other media including Hong Kong's leading English-language newspaper. Mr Ma, who officially retired from Alibaba in 2019 but remains a large shareholder, has been in the crosshairs of mainland authorities in recent months. In November, regulators halted a $34 billion US dollar IPO by Alibaba's online payment subsidiary, the Ant Group. The following month, they opened an investigation into its business practices deemed anti-competitive. The sources say discussions about selling the SCMP also began last year and that the buyer is expected to be a Chinese entity. Guidelines for doctors on who or sh- who shouldn't get a COVID vaccine have been described as vague and piecemeal. I'm sorry, piecemeal. It comes as an extra 3 million people can now book a jab after the government lowered the age threshold from 60 to 30. Timmy Sung reports. The head of the Medical Association, Chai Kin, told RTHK he understood the difficulty facing the Department of Health. 
but said the vague guidelines could reduce the numbers wanting to get inoculated. The guidelines given to GPs yesterday said people at risk of heart disease or stroke should defer the vaccination until their condition was better controlled, and people with hypertension or diabetes should be assessed by doctors. Meanwhile, the civil service chief, Patrick Neep, who is handling the vaccination program, said it wasn't yet open to everyone because the government must balance supply and demand. He said the vaccine take-up rate was increasing, especially from those in the catering and construction sectors. An expansion of the citywide coronavirus vaccination program appears to have received a good response from the public, with some vaccination centres and public clinics fully booked for the next two weeks. Yesterday, the government halved the minimum age requirement for COVID-19 vaccines to 30 after a lukewarm initial response. While some people told our reporter Wang Yinting they're happy that more people can get the shots now, others are still taking a wait-and-see approach. A few weeks ago, um, it seemed like Hong Kong was one of the last places to get it. And now, all of a sudden, after the decision to expand the group to 30, I think Hong Kong is at the forefront. Most importantly, it makes me feel safer on my day-to-day life in Hong Kong. For the future, I will go home. Yeah, Maybe they will require in my place, so I take the vaccine now. Maybe three months later, some of the occupation should be doing that first, maybe the like the delivery and construction, something like that. I think when they do the result as well, I think I will go to do that. So far, no new coronavirus cases have been found in the government's ambush-style lockdowns in central western and Saiyingpun for the third night in a row. Around 710 residents were tested. The United States has accused mainland state media of publishing disinformation about its diplomats in Hong Kong as it denied its staff invoked immunity to avoid isolation after positive coronavirus tests. Washington temporarily closed its consulate yesterday for deep cleaning and contact tracing after two employees were infected with the virus. Both the consular and health officials said the pair were headed to a hospital isolation ward. However, state media outlets and a leading pro-Beijing trade union accused the employees of invoking diplomatic immunity. U.S. officials said these reports were false. Overseas, the World Health Organization has urged countries to keep using the AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine as a growing list of European nations suspend injections. Spain, France, Italy and Germany are the latest to halt its use as a precaution after concerns were raised about a small number of people who suffered blood clots. The WHO's chief scientist, Sumya Swaminathan, insisted the jab was safe. At least 2.6 million people have died of COVID and so far... There is no documented death that's been linked to a COVID vaccine. So I think that while we need to continue to be very closely monitoring this, we do not want people to panic. The influential sister of North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un has warned the US not to cause a stink as the Biden administration prepares to set out its Korean policy. The new U.S. government says it's been trying for weeks to make diplomatic contact with Pyongyang, but has received no response. Here's the BBC's Laura Bicker. This appears to be aimed at the U.S. Secretary of State and Defence Chief, who are both due to make their first visit to Seoul tomorrow. North Korea has refrained from testing long-range missiles and nuclear weapons since leader Kim Jong-un made an agreement with Donald Trump in Singapore in 2018 but it has continued to build its arsenal. The remarks from Miss Kim mostly focused on Seoul and the ongoing military exercises being held by US and South Korean troops. 
The drills have already been scaled down, but North Korea still views them as a provocation. Two men in the United States have been arrested and charged with assaulting a policeman who died after the attack on the Capitol building in January. The cause of Brian Sicknick's death isn't yet known. Here's the BBC's Gary O'Donoghue. These charges are the first that relate to Brian Sicknick, the Capitol police officer who died in hospital the day after the January 6th assault. Prosecutors say he was one of three officers who were seen retreating from the line and holding their faces after being sprayed by one of the men named. More than 300 people have been charged with offences relating to the storming of the Capitol, including several dozen members of far-right white supremacist groups. In a statement, the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres says he's appalled by the violence perpetrated by the Burmese military following the deadliest day of protests in Myanmar since February's coup. At least 50 people were killed on Sunday when the security forces opened fire on protesters. One protester in the biggest city, Yangon, explains what he saw. The garrison troops inside City Hall came out and without warning, they started shooting the civilians. And then the reinforcements of the soldiers, about 50 to 100 tracks, came. Uh, it was like a pincer attack. And the injuries and the dead bodies became more and more. Martial law has been imposed in several parts of Yangon, meaning protesters can now be tried in military courts. The Vatican has ruled that Roman Catholic priests cannot bless same-sex couples and any such blessings are invalid in the eyes of the Church. The statement was approved by Pope Francis. The BBC's David Willey reports. The Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith is the Catholic Church's guarantor of correct interpretation of its teaching. Today's statement says same-sex unions cannot be the subject of an official church blessing as, I quote, God cannot bless sin. But Pope Francis is more nuanced. He has pronounced himself in favour of legal protection for gay couples, and some Catholic priests regularly bless same-sex unions. Users on the mainland of encrypted messaging app, messaging app Signal say it doesn't appear to be working without the use of a VPN or virtual private network. Signal's website was also inaccessible on the mainland this morning. Signal saw a surge in downloads worldwide in January when WhatsApp messaging service updated its privacy terms. Finance now in the US in, in the currency market, the US dollar is trading at 109.14 yen. The euro is standing at one US dollar and nineteen cents. The pound is worth ten Hong Kong dollars and seventy-six cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,992, 158 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $82 billion. Now with the sport, here's Adam Chung. Liverpool got a much-needed win in their bid for a place in the English Premier League's top four and guaranteed Champions League football next season. Just the one goal settled the game at Wolves. Sadio Mane plays it square to Salah, back to Mane, now to Jota, Jota with a chance, it's in! Rui Patricio couldn't keep it out, and Diogo Jota has come back to Molyneux on his first visit back against his former club, and he has scored the opening goal. They finished 1-0 for Liverpool, who moved up to 6th in the table, still 5 points off the top 4. There was a delay when the Wolves keeper, Ruri Patricio, was assessed by medical staff. After a collision late in the game, he was stretchered off the pitch. 
In Spain, Lionel Messi has equaled the all-time appearance record for Barcelona by playing in last night's 4-1 win over the bottom club Huesca. He scored twice. Messi tied Xavi's club record of 767 appearances. The win put Barca second in La Liga, four points behind the leaders Atletico Madrid. Ernest Macia of Radio Catalunya says the arrival of a new president at Barcelona means Messi is likely to add more trophies for the club. A new atmosphere now is uh, we are breathing in in Barcelona and especially the players seem to be more happy. We've seen uh, in the last uh, couple of hours uh, Xavi saying that he's happy for uh, Joan Laporta and for the club that Laporta is the president. And I think that the players, Messi amongst them, uh, is happy that Laporta is there. And I think that Laporta has a, has a chance to convince Messi to stay, not only because Messi will turn 34 in a few months, but because I think he's comfortable in Barcelona. I mean, the lifestyle for him is good. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have taken more steps towards keeping their roster together for another Super Bowl run. The reigning NFL champions have secured contract agreements with tight end Rob Gronkowski and linebacker Shaquille Barrett. Gronk returns for his 11th season with quarterback Tom Brady on a one-year $10 million U.S. dollar deal. Barrett agreed to $72 million over four years. On the ice, there have been personal milestones for two of the biggest Russian names in NHL hockey. Evgeny Malkin scored on the power play for his 1,100th career point, helping the Pittsburgh Penguins to a 4-1 win over the Boston Bruins. Malkin became the third Russian player to reach the mark, joining Sergei Fedorov and Alex Ovechkin, who's now sixth on the NHL's all-time goal-scoring list. Ovechkin picked up his 700 and 17th career goal in Washington's 6 nothing thrashing of Buffalo, and that puts him level with the great Phil Esposito. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. And this just in, Team New Zealand have reached match point in the America's Cup, winning race nine on Auckland's Waitamata Harbour to extend their lead over Luna Rossa to 6-3. The hosts need one more win to claim yachting's most prestigious trophy in the best of 13 series. They can do it this afternoon. Luna Rossa led for most of the race as the lead changed hand five times, but the New Zealanders made a decisive charge on the fifth leg of six and won by 30 seconds. Luna Rossa will need to win all four remaining races to win the old mug. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive rejects suggestions that children are being deliberately separated from their parents during quarantine. The head of the Medical Association criticises official guidelines on who should get the coronavirus vaccine as vague and insincere. And Alibaba is in the spotlight amid reports it's under pressure to sell media assets, including the South China Morning Post. The news from RTHK. No matter how fit we are, it is important to get vaccinated to prevent COVID-19. All along, we have received different vaccines to prevent infections. Vaccines will help create antibodies and memory in our immune system. When we come into contact with viruses in future, our immune system will quickly resist them. It is the simplest and most effective method to protect ourselves and others. Let's get vaccinated. The Smart ID Card Replacement Exercise is for me and for you. If you hold the old form of Smart ID Card and were born in 1970 to 1972, you must replace your ID card on or before April 30th, 2021. If you were born in 1973 to 1976, you must replace your ID card from February 22nd to July 9th, 2021. 
You may bring two family members or friends aged 65 or above and two persons with disabilities to replace ID cards together. Remember to book ahead.
afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday the 16th of March is today's date. Welcome to the show.